Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking to Bree. She's a secondary teacher, a casual artist, but also excellent artist, beach lover, and grew up on the Gold Coast. I've actually never met Bree before, but you're sitting here in front of me, and we have so many friends and comments. I'm really excited for this interview. So a big welcome to HDD. Oh, thanks, Sarah. To help us get to know you a little bit better, what are three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately? Just wild earrings. I love them because you can just wear a plain outfit and then make it awesome. Just Where's your favorite earrings? place to get earrings from? See, look, I don't normally go to the normal places because they're usually more expensive. I like to find them in little quirky places, like if I go traveling or like whatever, in a little corner stop shop, I like to find them, which is annoying when people ask me where they're from, because I'm like, I don't know, some little place in Melbourne, but anyway, it's fun. I like those. The Reminders app, I've found a new use for it now. Often when someone asks you to pray for them, and then you're like, yes, I'll pray for you every day, and then you actually just don't. I found the Reminders app to be awesome, because you can actually just put a reminder in every day. I've rediscovered cheese and crackers, which is weird and plain, but it's great. It's a go-to for me for morning tea at school. Brie, can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? So I was born in Brisbane into a Christian family, which is amazing and such a blessing from God. We moved down to the Gold Coast when I was in grade two because dad got called to pastor a church down there. So I kind of grew up there. That's where my growing up memories are. I had no idea what to do with my life at the end of grade 12. I was very like, Lord, show me. I have no idea what I'm doing. But at the end of grade 12, we moved back to Brisbane and I ended up going to uni and studying teaching. I kind of hated study. (laughs) I hated studying teaching and I was like, Lord, is this even right? I don't even know what I'm doing. But I was actually so thankful that he moved me to Brisbane, even though at the time I hated life because I was leaving all my friends on the Gold Coast. And I was like, why are we moving? But looking back, it was the biggest blessing ever. I love living here and studying teaching also. God just totally knew what he was doing because I love it. I've been teaching for three years now and yeah, I'm just really happy. Love it. What topic are you going to share with us today? I want to talk about learning to live in contentment in every season. We tend to spend our lives looking forward to the next season or looking back at our previous season in life and in doing so miss what God has for us in the here and now. No matter how much things suck now, I think we need to learn to kind of live in contentment with what's happening now. Why is this an important topic for us to discuss in today's society? It's kind of everywhere already at the moment. I think we see self-help books everywhere and inspiring quotes saying like, live in the now, live in the present, which sounds a bit lame. But I think the reason they're all out there is because our society needs to hear this so much, I think. I see it in kind of all generations. I see it in the kids that I teach. I see it in friends my age. I see it in older generations. And I think it's kind of ingrained in our humanity, in who we are, to kind of worry about and dread what's coming next or just really look forward to it and wish we were there or kind of look back with, I guess, regret or with wishing that we were still there and kind of focus so strongly on those things that we, I guess, miss what God's doing in our lives now. And I think that's something 
something that God's been teaching me a lot lately. And the other thing as well is that we tend to focus a lot on the negatives of our current season and often miss the positives. Like, isn't it true that like we can go through a whole day and everything's great. It's a great day. And then someone says something negative to us or something negative happens and we tend to just focus on that one thing as opposed to everything else great that happened in the day. Brie, what experience have you had with contentment in the season that you're in now? God's been teaching me this in a big way. I mean, currently I'm having an experience because in my current season, my boyfriend is chronically ill and he has been for some time. And I think a lot of the time, both of us do this and we've been learning this together, but I just kind of wish this season away of his illness. In my prayers, I'm going, God, like, can we just move on to the next season when he's better again? Or I'll look back before he was sick at those two months we had when we were dating, when he wasn't sick and we used to be able to go out and do all sorts of things. And he used to get more joy out of things in life. And I'm just like, oh God, like, why can't it be like that again? And I think in doing that, I've missed out on so much that God has had for us in this current season. When I really think about it, I'm actually so thankful for this almost two years that he's been sick. It's been so hard, but God has brought us closer together and closer to him in big ways. He's taught us so much about ourselves. He's taught us to appreciate little blessings. He's taught us to not be all about like the dates and the fun and the going out, but actually build a good foundation for our relationship. And I mean, my story has been all about missing the richness of God's blessings because I'm looking forward and back because I'm missing, you know, what he wants to pour out of me now. I'm missing what he wants to reveal to me, what he wants to teach me, how he wants to shape me, how he wants to bless me because my focus has been elsewhere. I know that when I was single, all I wanted was a relationship and I didn't act like that. I didn't really think I really wanted that. But now that I look back, I realize that I actually did really want that so much so that I kind of missed how awesome it was to be single and the blessings that were there. I think a lot of young women, when they are single, they just go, oh, you know, won't that be great when I have a boyfriend and or when I do get married? And I think, yeah, like that is great. But at the same time, God has so much he wants to do in you now. And you'll miss that if you're so desperately looking forward to that. When I moved to Brisbane, after I finished school, I desperately missed my time at the Gold Coast. And I was so sad about that season that my life was in. And yet that was just the most wonderful thing. When I was at uni, I just wanted a full-time job. I wanted that so desperately that I missed so much that God had for me during that season at uni. All the free time that I had to kind of serve God and invest in my friends and build relationships with others at uni who didn't know him. And I think I missed a lot of that because I was so focused on what was next. And the really ridiculous thing is when I think about what I would have given to be where I am right now, a few years ago, what I would have given to be in a full-time amazing teaching job, dating an amazing man in a great church, you know, all of these things that I was just wishing for in the next season. And yet here I am. And a lot of the time I'm not even content because I want the next season. And I think sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to live my whole life like this going, oh, like just the next season, bring it on. And then I get there and then I'm just wishing for the next one. And I think this speaks so much into our human nature and what we're like and the way we could potentially go through our whole lives like that without finding real contentment. And I think too, we find ourselves being envious of other people's current seasons. So I think we can tend to compare what we're going through to other people in a similar stage of life to us. And I think I'm a big, you know, I'm someone who struggles with this as well, but of course this leaves us empty as well. What is God's perspective on us being content with where he's got us right now? God's truth is that when we try to find contentment in created things rather than our creator, 
we're going to come up empty. You know, he says in his word that he is the living water. And when we think, you know, if only I had this, then I'll be happy. Or if only this could happen next, then I'll be happy. Or as soon as I can fill in the blank, it'll be all good. But this is actually a form of idolatry. And when we actually place our hope and our fulfillment in something created rather than our creator, yeah, we're never going to find that fulfillment. Our hearts need to be receptive to his work in us and realize that he uses every season, the good and the bad elements of that season for his glory to teach us and to bless us really richly. And in Romans 8, 28, it says that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Brie, what has inspired you along this journey? So there's a couple of key verses that I love that have spoken to me in terms of this. One is from Philippians chapter four. And Paul's just saying that I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. So, you know, he knows those that sometimes there's those seasons where you're in need and you're, it's really rough. And there's those seasons where there's just, it's plenty, you've got plenty. He's learned the secret though of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And I think that speaks right into the fact that no matter what you're season is God will provide what you need and that's kind of the secret to being content with what you're in you know knowing that God will provide and give you the strength for that the second verse I want to share speaks into when we're kind of envious of other people's seasons it comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and this is Solomon who's like acknowledged as kind of the wisest man you know one of those people in the bible that we look to who observed people and society and was incredibly wise in what he said about human nature. And he said he was looking around, looking at the way people act and behave. And he saw that all toil and all achievements spring from one person's envy of another. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. We can't really catch the wind. It's this kind of imagery of like, you'll never find fulfillment. This metaphor saying that when we try to toil and work hard because we're envious of other people, it's just going to leave us empty because we won't be able to chase it and catch it. And then in verse six, he says, better one handful of tranquility then two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. So it's like better you just have one handful with tranquility than you have more. So you have more wealth or a better season and you're actually just envious of people. It's better to just be content with your one handful. I mean, the truth is no matter how good things are, we're never going to feel content until we look to our creator. There's also a couple of songs that have kind of helped me through this. One's by Audrey Assad. The song's called Even the Winter. And some of the lyrics are, what if we find ourselves beneath the snow? What if the ice we tread is just too thin? And it's like those what if questions, like what if we're in this season of winter and it just sucks? But the chorus says, even the winter won't last forever. We'll see the morning, we'll feel the sun. We'll wake up in April ready and able, sowing the seeds in the soil of love. And what if the spring comes soon and we're surprised? What if the seasons help us realize some things are only proven over time? Society that we don't know when winter's going to change to spring. God does and it's going to be in just the right time. And mm. those seeds that we've sown in winter of trusting in him and looking to him will actually be seen in spring and that will actually make it richer and increase the blessing that God's got for us. Finally, there's a song by King's Kaleidoscope I've discovered recently um, called Beauty Between. And some of the lyrics are, I couldn't wait for the summer, but now I'm missing the spring and I exhausted the winter craving what it couldn't bring. I'm a pendulum swinging, still I know you're holding me. If it all fell apart, would I trust in God? And if it's all good, would I need him at all? That's when I found the beauty in between. 
So it's this idea that God knows exactly what we need and he knows that kind of balance between everything being perfectly fine and us not even needing him and everything falling apart to the point where we can't trust him. He knows exactly what we need in each season and in every season he's got us. It's our choice to be content. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? I guess I'd encourage you to think about your current season and I guess you'll immediately think of things that suck about it because whatever season you're in, there's going to be things that you can point to that are really tough. I'd encourage you to ask God to reveal to you that in the midst of it all, reveal to you the blessings that he has for you right now. What's good about this season that you will actually miss when it's over and you'll miss if you're not noticing them? What have you looked forward to about this season in the past? Like in the past, have you actually looked forward to this season and you're kind of forgetting that now because of whatever is tough? Ask God to show you how to be content in those good things and help you by his spirit to be receptive to him working in and through you, even through the toughest parts of your current season. Bree, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to just find contentment in where we're at. So thank you. Oh, no worries. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Oh, oh.